Targeted attacks are on the rise, but given their sophisticated nature, most enterprises are clueless even to the existence of advanced malicious activity within their IT infrastructure. Hi, this is Varun Haran, Principal Correspondent for Information Security Media Group in Asia. And to answer some of the questions previously posed, I have with me Masayoshi Someya, who is a Senior Security Evangelist for Trend Micro Japan. Somaya-san is also a speaker at the RSA APAC conference, presenting a paper titled, Are Enterprises Losing the Battle Against Targeted Attacks? Somaya-san will be sharing some learnings for practitioners and certain countermeasures that enterprises can adopt to address some of these issues. Thank you, Somaya-san, for speaking with me. Thank you. So you've worked in other geographies as well, in North America, Europe, etc. So how would you say the situation there compares to that what exists in enterprises in Asia? And are there any unique uh, geographical, cultural or other factors that come into play? Um, yeah, so maybe up until five, six years ago, cyber criminals targeting specific enterprises for personal data or critical information was not something a lot of people talked about in Japan. While maybe in North America or some European countries, you know, targeted attacks was a you know big topic or big issue affecting them. Um, but maybe the last five years, things have been changing. The cyber criminals are targeting not just the government sectors or the public sector organizations but also a lot of commercial entities or enterprise businesses. And one of the common things that uh, cyber criminals are going after by attacking these public sector and enterprise organizations is to steal the personal data they have within their corporate environment, maybe personal data of their staff members, customers, partners, students, that kind of stuff is something that the cyber criminals are chasing at the moment. Um, and also, there may be some regional differences in a sense that, so what kind of tools are being used to carry out targeted attacks against uh, organizations in Japan? And one of the common attack vector tools being used at the moment is something that we don't probably see often uh, being used against uh, you know enterprise businesses or public sectors in North America or you know uh, some European countries, or maybe even in uh, Asia. Asia-Pacific regions. So in a sense that, so what kind of spear phishing emails being used, what kind of backdoor malware being used, what kind of tactics being employed, I'm pretty certain that there are some cultural differences or the key differences between the threats against the Japanese organizations and the threats against the rest of the world. What about Asia, you know, if you take a broader canvas in this region itself, you know, what is the level of awareness that you find in enterprises here? So I think the awareness or the understanding about uh, the threats of targeted attacks against uh, all these enterprise entities is only something that's started getting recognized over the last couple of years. Um, so we did a survey um, among 1,340 Japanese enterprise organizations and also public sector organizations back in March 2015. And one of the key findings from that survey was that there were only about 35% of enterprises who have a very, very good understanding of threats and risks uh, caused by targeted attacks or data breaches. So it goes to show that the awareness of the issue of data breaches or targeted attacks is probably still not good enough among most of the enterprises. Let's walk through a little bit on the tactics side of it. What are the kind of tactics the cyber criminals use on these targeted attacks? And what are some of the indicators of compromise? Okay, so obviously for cyber criminals to uh, carry out targeted attacks, I would probably say there are three key components of targeted attacks. 
The first one is spear phishing email. Maybe email looking like um, something sent from business partner outside of the organization with a subject uh, which is being already talked about with the genuine business partners. We started seeing attack vector called watering hole attack, which is about planting a piece of malware or tool onto a legitimate website by compromising them. And then as soon as the target goes to that particular website, then the cyber criminal recognize that and try to plant that piece of malware onto the target organization. So that is for the infection or the you know infiltration vector. The second component of the targeted attacks is a piece of backdoor malware which is a must for cyber criminals to gain access and control of the entire organization. And at the moment, there is a piece of backdoor malware called MDV, which is the most commonly used backdoor malware against Japanese organizations at the moment. And the third and the last component of the attack vector, or the key component of targeted attacks, is a CNC server. Historically speaking, it's probably fair to say that all these CNC servers were located outside of Japan uh, when it comes to attacks against the Japanese entities. Maybe in the US, China, Russia, Singapore, or some smaller European or East Asian countries. But in 2014, the 44% of these CNC servers were actually located in Japan, the same country. So it's probably fairly simple. Attackers don't want to be recognized for their malicious activities. So obviously, if the traffic goes to, let's say, a CNC server outside of Japan to uh, some dodgy country, they will be recognized. And also, if the traffic goes to a compromised website, then the compromised website was originally a legitimate website. So that means that typical URL filtering technologies, for example, security vendors provide, would say it's a safe business site. So the traffic will go through. So, you know, a lot of enterprise uh, administrators wouldn't even think about blocking that kind of traffic going to a safe business site within the same country. So these are the kind of key components comprising the targeted attack scenario. And also, once attackers infiltrate the corporate network, typically attackers are using tools and tactics that are on the surface probably be seen as something normal uh, by ordinary people. Maybe they may be seen as something done by uh, staff members or even IT administrators within the organization. So one of the key aspects of identifying a possible data breach or security breaches within the corporate environment is to map out the relationships between all these individual internal activities taking place within the organization. And if we see a combination of activities that are commonly used by cyber criminals, in most cases, we can find out the existence of cyber criminals within the corporate environment. So what would you say are some of the challenges that enterprises are facing in identifying this kind of activity and finding these targeted attacks? And if you could juxtapose that with the countermeasures for each of these challenges. Okay, so one of the challenges that a lot of organizations have is maybe because of the budget reason, maybe they don't get a buy-in from uh, senior executives. A lot of businesses are still stuck with traditional or conventional security measures in the corporate environment. So security vendors like Trend Micro, for example, offer what we call a security suite full of uh, different security technologies because of the changing threat landscape and attack uh, vectors and tactics instead of, for example, traditional anti-malware uh, solution uh, using pattern file. But the unfortunate reality is that only 20% of enterprises and public organizations are using uh, such a security suite full of various technologies. And instead, they're relying on traditional anti-malware solution. And another key component in you know, uh, defending against targeted attacks is uh, employing breach detection capability. 
or try to identify possible signs of a breach, maybe on a server, endpoints, or network. But a lot of businesses are still not being able to use such technologies. Maybe they're too sophisticated, too difficult to employ, maybe too expensive in some cases. Only about 40% of organizations are using such technologies. And in fact, most of the organizations using such technologies are actually very large enterprises. In terms of the actual security measures, technically, a lot of businesses are still stuck with the old way of doing things. And at the same time, if you talk about what we can do from our organizational or people perspectives, business, a lot of organizations are not really doing enough in terms of, for example, educating their staff members through staff training or sending out notifications or alerts, raising awareness or creating and reviewing security policies and guidelines on a regular basis. There are, I would say, about only 30% of organizations making efforts in those areas respectively. So overall, there are a lot of things Things that the businesses can do to improve the security posture. But one thing that's really holding back from investing in all these new security measures for among businesses is the lack of security professionals within the whole country. Only 28% of organizations in Japan, either public sector or commercial sector, have a dedicated resources, either teams or people or personnel working on IT security. So, in other words, the rest of the organizations are maybe using just a general IT staff dealing with security or maybe someone in HR or some team is doing IT including security, maybe because they work with the outside uh, service provider, for example. So the key aspect of uh, issue and challenge that we need to address is to try to increase the number of security professionals working for all these enterprise organizations and public sectors within Japan. These are the key things that uh, we need to work on in the long term. And if I could ask you just one security development that you see happening in the next 6 to 12 months in this region, what is the biggest thing in security? in the coming year? Um, one thing, obviously, that's going to be quite big in the short term would be the topic of IoT. All these businesses, maybe service providers, manufacturers, already started investing in maybe IoT infrastructure services or IoT devices, and they're going to be all connected to enterprise organizations or even consumer space. So for government organizations, public sectors, and enterprise businesses, they all need to um, try to better understand you know, the threats and risks, not just the benefits of the IoT, and try to build a secure environment moving forward. And particularly if you talk about the security issues or IT issues from a Japanese perspective, we're going to be hosting the Olympics in 2020. So there's going to be a lot of improvements in terms of infrastructure, including IoT services. So I'm pretty certain that by collaboration between government entities and enterprise businesses, there will be lots of moves in investing in all these newer technologies and also securing such environments. Thank you, Sumeya-san, for speaking with us. Thank you very much. You were listening to Masayoshi Sumeya, Senior Security Evangelist with Trend Micro Japan. For Information Security Media Group, this is Varun Harun. Thank you for listening.